Hi, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about a new normal. Now, as you know, COVID is still here, but things are beginning to open up. There have been mass mandates and distancing mandates and capacity mandates all lifted. But in still some places, in some areas, in some businesses, and some persons are still following those mandates. You see, we have been for over a year living in COVID and living under restrictions. What was normal before COVID changed drastically during this time. So now we are facing a new normal. Now, a lot of people are saying they can't wait until they get back to normal. But I say, why normal? Was normal that good before? Oh, yes, it was a lot more free and you didn't have to worry about catching a deadly disease every time you hugged your neighbor or a friend. But there are some things that we did during this time of COVID that might be worth keeping. In some ways, we need to start looking at a brand new normal. And we've been talking about that a lot lately. My ministry, Facing Issues Gracefully, has done a series of conversations on facing a new normal. We've talked to children and, young, and youth. We've talked to single mothers and seniors. And now we're about to have a conversation with pretty much everyone else. And the way we're looking at this conversation is based largely on some information I heard from a fantastic sermon in March. You see, in March of this year, which is Women's History Month, our church, Fifth Baptist, had Dr. Patricia Gould Champ, who is the founder and uh, pastor emeritus of Faith Community Baptist Church, to deliver a sermon for Women's History Month. She preached from Philippians 4.13. You know the scripture about how I press toward the mark. And she talked about three things that we've been doing as we've been pressing to get through COVID. She's talked about we are striving, surviving, and thriving. The way she laid that out, wow, it just blew my mind. And it made me realize that there were more than three points in a sermon. They were actually great topics of conversation. So that's the basis for this. So thank you, Dr. Gouldchamp. But I started also thinking about what are some of the things we'd like to keep in the new normal that we didn't have before? Well, a couple of things I would love to see happening. I would love to see that we still keep special hours for senior citizens. I think those early morning hours to get in and get out before hordes of people were there actually worked well for me. I think we should continue to keep the stores extra clean and clean the shopping carts. God only knows what was crusted up on those carts before COVID. But now it's become normal and commonplace to make sure you wipe down at least the handles. I think it's time for us to keep doing that. I think we should still have hand sanitizing stations located around places, and we should still wash our hands frequently. These were things that we should have done anyway. 
Every time I come back home from being out anywhere, I wash my hands first. I didn't even realize I did that until my daughter pointed it out to me. Because you see, that's something we always did. We came home, you washed our hands. Simple as that. I think we should still keep a lot of the virtual technology that we're using. We should continue to use it to not just virtually have worship service and have schools and have meetings, but to virtually visit with people that we don't normally see. One of the things that this time has done is had helped me to connect a lot better with my family, family members that I had not seen in years and even met some new family through social media. We need to keep doing those things. We need to continue having virtual meetings. I said that earlier, but the reason we need to keep having them virtually is because I've noticed that most meetings held virtually don't last as long as the ones in person. So what does that tell you? That tells me that a lot of things that we have stretched to an hour and a half to two hours can be easily condensed to 45 minutes to an hour. We've cut out the fluff, we've cut out the unnecessary stuff, and we've focused on the point. We need to continue having medical visits that are shorter, as well as having virtual visits. I have a doctor that I've had for years, and it has been a standard practice to have long waits and waiting rooms full of people. Well, somehow during this COVID, he somehow has managed to have, you can still get in for a visit, but the waiting room is very few people in it, and your wait time and getting in and out is quicker. I've been going to this doctor for almost 40 years and during COVID was the only time I've been able to get in, have my appointment and get out in an hour. That may not sound like a lot to you, but it sounds like a lot to me. I think in many ways that with the shorter times in waiting, I like the idea of having the limits in space when you're in a store or in a uh, church or wherever you're going. Not having people set right up against you has been wonderful to me. It's been wonderful because of the fact that it's, I feel like it's given me space to grow and space to relax without having to have someone literally breathing down your neck. So a lot has happened in COVID. We cannot forget the millions of lives lost worldwide and the hundreds of thousands lost here. We cannot forget those who recovered from it, but still are having long lasting effects. A friend of mine was telling me that she's had a friend that has been having effects now for several months. We can't forget that. And even now that we have vaccines available, and I personally have been vaccinated, there are people that have had serious and sometimes fatal reactions from the vaccine. It's important that we know our own bodies and we know our own reactions to medication. Now, some people are just going out saying everyone should be vaccinated. And 
in a perfect world, that would probably be true. But one thing I've realized is that the whole idea of whether you choose a vaccination or not has to be a personal decision. I've had severe allergic reactions to medications in the past, and I'll be honest, I was very wary about it. I prayed, yes, I prayed and sought the Lord for a while before I decided to do so, and it was the right choice for me. So I don't want anyone to feel like they're being bullied into a choice, but I really think we all need to be focused on keeping safe. Yes, it's now safe to take your mask off if you've been vaccinated. Well, I'm still wearing mine most of the time. And the reason why is because I still want to protect myself and I still want to protect others. So there's so much that has happened. Normal doesn't look like normal again. And I want to see some things stay in that new normal. This year for a school year has been rough for many of our parents, students, and staff. It's been a struggle with getting the technology going and making sure that each child was hooked up to it. Now that schools are moving back to in-person learning, it is still rough for, the, for many of them. Imagine being a teacher and having to speak all day long and yet you're doing it behind a mask with basically no mask breaks. It has been a struggle because some of our kids have not done well in that virtual setting and some even in a hybrid setting, partially in and partially out, they are still struggling. And for too many of our young men and women, what's actually happening is this has been a law school year. All of this has happened as a pandemic has raged on, as there have been arguments over who wears a mask and whether a mask wearing is protective for health or a violation of freedom, of racial reckoning that shook the world. It's been a tough time. So I am here to say, let's take the good things that we learned from the year. Let's take the ways that we survived and tell other people how we survived. Let's take the ways that we are thriving, the things that we are doing better now than ever before. And let's look forward to striving, not just for a world without COVID, but a world in which we can live in some sort of peace with each other. Right now, Division is the name of the game. Just this past week, we had a primary election here in the state of Virginia for the Democratic Party. The Republican Party had had their convention a few weeks before. So as we speak, lines are being drawn to battle for a statewide office in November. Let us remember that Anyone that is elected is supposed to satisfy the needs of the people, not just the people that elected them, but all of the people in their jurisdiction. 
We came out in droves last year to vote in last November's election, and we made a change. No, things are not perfect. There are no perfect candidates. But I think we learned enough about the election system to know that we do have a choice, and for now, we have a right to exercise that choice. Even with voter suppression laws and people still trying to restrict who votes and which votes count, let us remember that as of right now, we still live in the United States of America. Not in the blue states, not in the red states. We still all follow the same constitution. And right now, it's everything is still supposed to be equal and equal access under the law. We've got to keep that in front of us because nothing we can do to make this new normal better will work if we only want one group to benefit over the other. It's time to tell the whole story. It's time to look at the good, the bad, and the ugly, to sort it out, learn from the bad and the ugly, and promote and strengthen the good. We can do this. We have been given a new chance to do this. The world literally shut down, and we were literally parked at home for the opportunity to self-reflect and to make better choices individually and collectively. Some of us got the memo and we understood that and we made those choices, but far too many didn't and dug their heels into negativity and suppression and bigotry and racism and all the things that we are fighting against. So now is the time we have a new normal. And I pray and hope to God that it does not go back to that old normal again. We can make the new normal stronger and better and more peaceful and happier for ourselves and for generations to come. Let's learn from the lessons of last year. Let's not discard them. Let's learn from the lessons of our history, all of our history, not just the parts we like to talk about, but the parts we don't like to talk about too. It's time to start over. And we have been given the opportunity for a fresh start. Now you might say, how on earth am I gonna do this? I'm only one person. Start with yourself. Make a decision right now to start with a new normal. Drop one bad habit and pick up one new one. They say that anything we do in 21 days becomes a habit. And anything we do for 90 days becomes a lifestyle. So between now and the end of the summer, you can create a new lifestyle for yourself. But it doesn't start with asking others to do it for us. It starts with us deciding in our own mind that it's time for a new normal. So as we're about to go into the summer season in a couple of weeks and 
school will be out and we'll be vacationing and having cookouts and taking trips and just having a wonderful time. Let's focus on being a new person with a new normal. Let's focus on getting ourselves together and becoming healthier physically, mentally, emotionally, and of course, spiritually. It's time for that new normal. If you don't like the old normal, make a change and start that change with you. Anyway, that's all I have for today. I've been a little slack in talking to you lately, and that's okay. There are no rules to this. It's just all about what we feel. So go out, enjoy this day, wherever you may be. We're having some liquid sunshine here today, and that's fine because our plants need it. So enjoy the day, enjoy your life, embrace this new normal. Talk to you later. Bye.